This is a 980 CKNW podcast. Thanks for being with us. Well, social media has been in the news headlines a lot lately. Many of us use it, various platforms, be it Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, the list goes on and on. But Victoria Mayor Lisa Helps has joined the Delete Facebook campaign, and she joins us on the line now to talk a bit more about this. Uh, Mayor Helps, thanks so much for being with us. You're welcome. Good morning. Good morning. I am looking at your Facebook page. Oh, is that true? Yes. Well, it's been, I deleted it as of Friday night. Isn't that strange? I'm looking at it right now, and the last post it says was March 23rd at 7.27 p.m. Uh, yeah, that's weird. Um, I, I wasn't able to log into Messenger, and I, I, that's, that is very bizarre. I, I did hear that it was very hard to delete your Facebook page, but I, I hit delete um, Friday night around 10.30. Hmm. All right. So, well, that's uh, odd that it's it's still there. But let's talk a little bit about uh, your reasons. Why did you delete uh, your or attempt to delete your account? Yeah, say, yeah, thanks. That's so interesting. I was sure it was gone. Um, as soon as we get off the phone, I'll have to uh, have a look. Well, um, my uh, my uh, divorce with Facebook, if you will, uh, bro- uh, began long before the Cambridge Analytica scandal, scandal broke. But it's interesting to have this delete Facebook campaign now um, kind of worldwide. Um, uh, about a month ago, I... I decided that I was going to wean myself off Facebook. Um, it's become uh, not a very useful place for community building, sharing information, um, uh, particularly as mayor. Uh, you know, there, there's no matter what, what I post or what others post, it quickly turns into negativity. And, and that's really changed since when I, you know, from when I was uh, originally elected, Facebook was a, a great place to share information, to gather ideas. Uh, right, because you even used Facebook quite a bit uh, in the election campaign as as a way, as a tool to reach out to people and to connect with people. I did, yeah. I, I used it uh, in the campaign, and I used it early in office, and and you know, and up until quite recently, um, you know, it's it's been uh, it, it's been useful. But you know, and, and some people say, well, maybe people just aren't happy with what you're doing, and that's why they're mad. Um, but uh, you know, uh, part of the research that I did for my blog post. Um, revealed that Facebook uh, pedals in, in outrage, fear and anger uh, get more shares because of the algorithms that, that are selected uh, by Facebook. So it, it's, it's kind of a, a self-fulfilling echo chamber. If you have an opinion, uh, you get everything in your news feed that affirms your opinion and, and then it you know, enables us or disables us rather from having kind of a wider perspective. And what about other social platforms? Because I find Twitter can also be uh, quite mean and uh, filled with negativity. Uh, do, are you active on other platforms? I'm I'm relatively active on Twitter. Um, it's it's not really about being mean. I don't I actually don't care if people are mean to me. That that doesn't matter. That's that's really kind of beside the point. Um, what, what matters is that I feel like Facebook in particular. Um, is really eroding our ability to have hard conversations um, as a community and as a civil society. And I, I think that's really dangerous. Um, there are lots of big issues facing cities in the 21st century, climate change, reconciliation, um, you know, how to build continued prosperity in Victoria, even as our city grows, uh, how to keep, you know, make sure that everyone remains part of the economy. These are big questions to grapple with in Victoria and globally. And if we can't have hard conversations in a civil way, even when we're sitting face to face, I think we've got we've got a, a problem that could be at the root of democracy. And not that Facebook causes it, but Facebook is definitely a contributor.
And what about the issues of privacy? Did that weigh in on, uh, like you said, you'd thought about this before uh, the, the entire the, the story with Cambridge Analytica broke, but did, did privacy factor in or, or what people, what information was being mined about you? Did that factor in in your no, decision? No, it, it really didn't. I mean, like I said, I had made this decision um, long before the, the Cambridge Analytica scan, uh, scandal broke. Um, I, you know, I'm, I'm not naive. Um, I, I'm not you know, I, I know that there's lots of data being collected about all of us all the time. Um, uh, you know, I, I guess that that's not a big as big a concern for me. I don't have anything to hide. <laughs> yeah, and again, yeah, not not that you have things to hide, but I know people people get a bit freaked out. I had a friend post just just today about buying a pair of shoes, and she didn't post about it. She didn't take a picture. She didn't tell anybody. She did nothing on social media. And the next day, of the exact same shoes that ad popped up in her Facebook feed. So, and the only thing she could come up with was it's connected to her credit card. Yeah, yeah, it's possible. But, you know, again, I I mean, I guess that is concerning, but that wasn't one of my motivations. Uh, when you talked about kind of the, the, the impact it's having, and again, not to only to say this is only happening because of Facebook, but certainly as part of this, how, how concerned are you, though, that it is, uh, I think, shriveling our brains was, was the phrase used, and it is, it is changing the way that we communicate and, and even in, in, on some level empathize with people? Absolutely. Well, for me, at, at kind of a, a global level, um, you know, when you think about the future, it, it, the, the research shows that, you know, the, the prefrontal cortex portion of our brain, which is the brain part needed for empathy, for connection, for rationality, um, that's not fully developed until we're into our early 20s. And so what's really concerning is a generation of young people digitally distracted all the time, um, that that's going to change the brain de- development of the next generation. It's going to change the um, the ability of the next generation to make rational decisions, to have empathy, to have social connections. And you know, I, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm not anti-technology. It's our biggest it's our biggest uh, you know sector here in Victoria. And at the same time, I do think we need to take this very seriously and we need to have a conversation about it as a country and as a community. Um, what does this mean and, and how do we grapple with this? And, and I, I do think it's, it's worth, um, worth taking seriously. Uh, that said, have you ruled out, would you use Facebook again in the future? No, I don't think so. I mean, it's it's interesting. I, probably, especially not since I deleted my page and it's still there. That's that's rather, uh, I don't know, spurious. So, no, I, I don't plan to use Facebook again. I, I do think the delete Facebook movement is 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 catching um, some wind, and and I think the future of Facebook is going to be a really interesting to watch. I, I I agree with you as well. I, I think also, I mean, it's it's a movement that's happening now. I, I don't think it'll ever go away completely, but it certainly it is a shifting. It seems to be shifting how people are, are viewing it. Absolutely. And, you know, the, the most um, input that I've had over the past few days is really positive. You know, people sending emails and direct messages by Twitter and even text messages from strangers because I put my cell phone number on my uh my blog, people saying, you know, thank you, I'm joining you. Or, you know, I've done this uh, a couple of weeks ago, or I got off Facebook six months ago, and my life has been better ever since. So, you know, there's, there's, there's something to this.
Hmm. I- interesting indeed. All right. I just sent you a message. I messaged you on Facebook. So we'll see if it still works and see if um, if, if your account is still active, even though you shut it down on Friday night. Uh, just before I let you go, I just wanted to shift gears and ask you quickly, because we've been talking a lot about the speculation tax on on this program as well. And I've been getting a ton of email, um, not specifically from people in Victoria, but certainly in surrounding areas and places on Vancouver Island and the Gulf Islands. What is your take? Are you hearing from people or what is your take on the fact that British Columbians, people who do pay income tax in this province are uh, being swept up, are being uh, impacted by uh, this speculation tax? Um, well, I think that was the intention of the of the speculation tax. Um, and I think what, what the government did is they announced the speculation tax because they said they would announce the speculation tax, but they haven't yet released any details about the tax. And I... I think that they will do that very soon and I think that that you know it'll it'll clarify who it's aimed at and who it's not uh, so I, I'm hopeful that the finance minister will make those clarifications soon and I think that'll help everyone kind of understand it better and, and make some shoulders go down. Do you think is it something that in Victoria is it will it be well received? Uh, well we have been calling for a speculation tax our, our, our um, council has made a number of motions um, because real estate should be for housing. Um, and, and, you know, if, if people aren't living in their units, then they can rent them out and then they don't pay the tax and it gets those units back into, um, uh, back into circulation. But I, I do think that the brush was too broad uh, and I think that the, um, the province needs to make some clarifications pretty quickly about who this applies to and who it doesn't and why. And, and, and I do think they're going to do that. Right. Do you think it's fair somebody with a cabin, a vacation cabin, be it on the Gulf Islands or Vancouver Island, should no. be? No, that's not fair. And I met with the finance minister on Friday afternoon on, you know, on another topic. And, and these are the, I, I, did, I did raise this and, and she said that, you know, that's something that they are going to, they're going to make clear very soon. So I'm, I'm optimistic. You know, uh, it, was, it was a choice. They had to do something because they said they would uh, and didn't have enough time, I think, to flesh out all the details. But I think those details will be announced pretty soon. And I think it, it, it's not really aimed at people who, who own cabins. That wasn't the point at all, but it wasn't clear when the, um, when the announcement was made in the budget. All right. Well, hopefully, yes, because a lot of people are hoping to get those details and are uh, losing sleep over this. Uh, Mayor Helps, thank you so much. Appreciate you coming on the program. Thanks for your time today. You're welcome. And I'm going to go check what's (laughs) going on with my Facebook page. And I didn't didn't receive your messenger. I I can't even log into Messenger anymore. So Hmm. there's there's some disconnect. But anyway, I'll I'll check it out. Thanks very much for the information. (laughs) You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, Tune in, Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.